You're listening to the Purpose Driven Person Podcast. This podcast is made for leaders unwilling to give up their desires to be purpose driven. Guys, I made this show for a compass for you to have more purpose in leadership through four concepts creation, communication, collaboration, and connection in both business and in life. My name is Matthew Leland Cox. I'm the founder of Never Give Up Youth Healing Center, Never Give Up Wellness Center, and Never Give Up Foundation. You can find me at MatthewLelandCox.com. Are you ready? Well, let's do this. Hey guys, welcome to the Purpose Driven Show again. I'm Matthew Cox, your host. If you're tuning in for the first time, check us out on Facebook, check us out on YouTube, and just check us out in general. This is a show we've been doing for a while. I'm excited to do season two if you're jumping in. Season two is all about business. If you have a business, that's great. If you don't, it's still good. Continue to listen because this is about you leading some sort of business. If you have a home, if you're a parent, if you're running a home and you don't have any kids, it's still a business. And how you manage yourself in your workspace as a leader, we're going to be talking about leadership skills right now. So if even if you're an employee you're working in some sort of leadership role, you're going to learn some. So stay tuned. So if you're jumping in, go into iTunes, give us a like, smash it. And I have something today. As you're listening to the content today, this is off an ebook I have. I'm going to give it to you for free. And it's a great ebook. It's how to lead and get them to respect you as a leader and moving forward, even as a leader, as a mom, dad because you're still a leader. You have to learn these same concepts. And so let's jump into it. And um, again, hopefully you go visit the website, MatthewLelandCox.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook, whatever you choose to. I'm learning all these social media uh, outlets. It's There's a lot to keep up on. So let's talk about what's going on first before we jump into the concepts and the information of the show. What's going on out there today? You know, as I watch the media, as I'm checking it out, I always wanted to bring the highlights. You know, some things, what, what really stuck out this week in 2020, what's going to affect us as business owners, affect us as house owners, moms and dads, and just roundabout everyday life is the crazy algorithm control spending that we're doing as a nation, as a country, as a, uh, as, as, um, all the way down to wherever, it's it's out of control. It's probably been the the most spending I've ever seen. Where we just uh, I just guess this administration just put their throttle to the floor, and they just increased their spending. And it's going to be really bad in the long run. We're already seeing it. I've said it on other shows, and I'll say it again. Inflation is here. You know, I learned this in business school. I always learned about the Great Depression in the books, what that was like. My my great, my grandpa actually went through it and he knew it. He's still alive. He's in his nineties right now, 96, I think maybe 94. I'm not sure. But, um, so depression, the great depression was obvious because it was, we bankrupt. Yeah. We bankrupt the country. And so we're now looking at heading down that same way. So usually before that there's an inflation that occurs because the spending goes up, but with the, pandemic it's a little different it's a little different because 
because the pandemic caused a, a supply and demand issue. So if you understand the, the supply and demand chain, all that stuff, that's what you got uh, that's going on right now. And it's crazy because we don't think here in America, we don't think about it because it just, we're used to going to Walmart. We're used to going to a store and getting what we want. We're used to going down the road and getting gas. Man, I when I just traveled to Africa just recently, um, I realized that's not the case for all people. Um, it was a very, I, I loved the trip. I was grateful. I uh, spent time with a good friend and his family, beautiful family. And, and, and I learned something. It really opened my eyes. And I, I really encourage if you can travel, it really helps you see and, and appreciate things because some, you know, down there, they don't get to have that opportunity. Some areas, they can't just go to the store and buy things because it's, there's a supply and demand issue sometimes. And also, different economies will affect you. So the reason I'm going down this route, I want you to just kind of understand it is what type of leadership you have around. And we talked about that. It was interesting as we were traveling, um, I would, we'd be driving down an area and it's beautiful out there. And there would be like roads that were started and projects that were started. And all of a sudden it just looked like they abandoned the project. And I was so confused because we don't see that here. Um, because I think corruption is a lot different than it is there. And so that's what we would start talking about is he says, well, it's the politicians. They would start something and then they would just stop it because they would uh, take the money and kind of use it for their own game in a sense. And so I, I didn't understand that. It was really frustrating because it was just like this beautiful project, the road, or they were beautifying something. And then all of a sudden it just stopped. And that's what they said that the locals that I was with, they just said, that's, that's how it is. There is a lot of political corruption and they would just take the money. And so it's kind of sad because it, even though we, they, it's very belligerent and you can see it visually there, it happens here as well. And so we're seeing a lot of it, you know, this cancel culture, all this stuff that's going on. And, and it's really frustrating because, um, you know, as it was saying in the media, we are being torn apart internally and even Russia and all of these people, all these countries are looking at us like we're, we're a broken, we're, we're so divided right now. And it's, it's crazy. And it's affecting everything across the world. Because we, we, you know, as a country, we were one of the leading forefronts, one of the visionary forefronts uh, in the world. Everybody thinks, even when I was traveling abroad, everybody thinks, you know, they want to go there for a reason. They see freedom. They see now it's changing. You know, my friend in, in Canada, he, he says, you know, it's like, he goes, we, we're no better. Um, he says, you know, we're still in lockdown, but at the end of the day, it's just frustrating. So that's what's going on. It's interesting. I want to share that. Um, Oh, another fact, I think I shared it last time, but I'll share it again, is that uh, we, we talked about stimulus money, money being spent. This is going to affect us as business owners and, and, and people have houses. Um, so at the end of the day, uh, half the stimulus money, $400 billion of the stimulus money was stolen. Uh, it didn't even make the pockets of the people it was going to. It was stolen from other countries from other areas, 
And that's crazy. And you didn't hear about that in the news. It was, you had to kind of dig for it. It was kind of like there was one little report on it and then it was gone. So anyways, it's just these little things I want to bring to your attention because inflation's happening supply and demand is happening. This is going to affect businesses across the board. If you're a mom and pop shop, I can't get this in because it's not shipping from China or it's not coming from this place. A lot of distributing and supply and demand that you were getting, you are going to not get. There's stores that I know of that had to shut because they couldn't get their supply and demand chain back up and fast enough. And so they had to you know, close the doors and you're going to see that. This is what inflation looks like. This is what the supply and demand. And again, this is caused by the pandemic because the pandemic shut down factories that shut down progression, it shut down uh, production. And then now you're trying to gear it back up where a lot of countries, just not ours. And this is not just America. Other countries are doing the same thing and putting people on assistance, giving them money, unemployment, Europe does it. And so think about it. If one country's creating cars or doing stuff and their people are on uh, government assistance, they don't want to go back to work. It's not just here. It's across the world. The same issue is happening. So I hope, I hope that the leaders and the countries, they start realizing it's time to go back to work. So that same, that saying is America's back. Well, what, what does that mean? I'm still waiting for it. Um, Cause we're not, we're very divided. We're very, um, being plotted against one another, which is kind of really sad because that's not the way I look at it. And everybody has their opinion, but I just don't look at it that way. We, we, we've always had issues just like a family, but at the end of the day, talk about it, create dialogue. Don't start all this crap. Don't plot each other against each other. Um, there's great um, insight and philosophy and projections of, of, of future projections that the greatest fall of America is the two parties fighting and, and doing what they're doing right now. That is the, 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 the cause. If you look at history, it repeats itself. Rome, Caesar didn't fall because somebody conquered him. It, he fell internally. Same thing. People don't realize this. History tells the story. Caesar fell because the parties within his, his, kingdom or his his republic or whatever he had they started fighting and dividing and and doing backdoor deals to take over power it was all about power and that's what we're dealing with right now this is a power move this is about who's going to hold the power and not there is no bipartisan at this point it's 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 going to be power driven and whoever can get a hold and stay in power. Uh, think about Putin. Putin has done what, what's being trying to be done right now in our country. Uh, Putin has stayed in power for many, many years. And he's done it um, very authoritative. And I'm going to talk about the leadership styles. And this is what the show is about. What type of leadership uh, styles are there? And you can kind of put of what's going on, what type you are in your business, in your sphere. And so I just want to start. I want to give you that information. I'm not saying either side or what's right or wrong. It's just, it's going to affect us. And the reason I'm going there, it will affect us as business owners, as homeowners, as moms and dads, 
the inflation is going to hit us no matter what you think. It might be good, but nothing is for free. It will come back and bite somebody and it's going to bite all of us. It's coming. We've never seen the, the spending rate. It's been, there's been some points of history when we've seen this, it's really caused a lot of damage and you'll see trends. If you go back and research, it's gonna, it, it's gonna have a big aftermath and we just gotta, you know, hold on to your socks. It's going to come because somebody has to pay for it. And those in Washington, they're, they're in a comfortable seat. Uh, they won't pay for it by all means. Uh, it's going to be everybody below and it's going to start really, it's going to hit the small business owners, the homeowners, uh, those that lift up 85% or more of America. Uh, big corporations don't lift up America. They just are on top because they cornered the market of wherever market they're in. But the greatest employers in America are small business owners, uh, medium-sized companies, Fortune 500, big ones. They're, they're, they're not, they don't, if you do the numbers, they don't have as many employees if you put all the small businesses into a big, huge pool. So guess who's going to be paying for it is those small business. They're going to, because then they're going to get into that kind of leadership and they're going to push everything into here about the, the top and then anything in the middle and down, they're going to push all the cost of what's going on down to them. And that's a lot of things you're hearing if you really dig. Well, let's jump into this one. I just want to go through these. I'm going to send this out. I'll post in the show notes. But what type of leadership? There's a autocratic leadership style, which is basically the leader that requires a great deal, doesn't require a great deal of leaders, uh, input from leaders or from um, employees, subjects, candidates, whatever it is. They're the type that just have all the knowledge. They deal with it. This type of leadership is also beneficial when decisions need to be made. It's a lot about, um, it's not about teamwork or collaboration this style. It's just like, hey, I'm going to do this and you guys are going to follow. Um, very, very, hey, this is what we're doing. This wouldn't be the ideal leadership in a situation of type of leader if you want to be trans, transient or, or trans, transparent. Also, um, there's a lot of frustration. Aggression will follow in this. You know, they'll be scared of this type of leader, but this the people that follow will fight amongst each other, but they'll respect that. So, like I mentioned, uh, one leader earlier, that's the type of leadership they have, those that are authoritative. Um, there's a lot of styles you can see. Uh, Russia has that style. China has that style. And um, <laughs> we're, hopefully we, we're not moving to that style. Um, but that's kind of what you will see. And I'll post this in the, in the show notes. And then if you're thinking about it as a business owner, there's those type that had it. The, the great Steve Jobs was that type of leader. Um, he was very big visionary at the same time, but he kind of would jump into that autocratic leader because he'd get frustrated. He'd, you know, some of his workers, if you're really dead, they would see him throw things, get really mad. And, um, was just that type of leader, but he, everybody respected him, but it wasn't real respect. It was more out of fear, if that makes sense. Then there's the participative or the democratic type of leader, which this kind of leader in a leadership model is a leader that participates. It's under democratic leadership, people that often feel that they are often combined 
members of the team or contributing members making decisions. It's a very slow process because this is kind of, I'm going to rule by consensus. Now I'm going to get to another type. It's good to mix this type of leadership with one other leadership style, which makes a good leadership style. Cause one, if you kind of fall in this, it's like, Hey, it's like watching paint dry to get something done. Cause you want everybody's opinion. And it's not a bad thing. Now in this style, they did see satisfaction come up. So there is a, a positive point of this style of leadership. It's just doesn't, it's not effective in, in trying to get things moving faster. So there is some types of leadership government styles follow this type sometimes. And it's, it's a very slow, that's why they are, there's always jokes of saying, man, if government takes forever to get something done, because they do follow this. Then we jump into the next one. It's called fair liaison or liaison fair. Uh, I always struggle that in business school. <laughs> but it's basically the delegative leadership style, which is the hands-off type. And it's the leadership style that allows your employees, all the large group, to run and basically be free and do whatever they want, in a sense. This type of leadership is... Um, ref re it's a type that allows to make their own decisions, a quick rebuke of, from leaders, but doesn't really jump in there. They just rebuke them, then come pull back out. Uh, they call that a one-off kind of leader. And this type is effective in some ways. It feels free. It feels, you know, hey, it feels like, hey, I'm letting them be them and I'm trying to get them to make decisions, but it can lead to uh, low productivity lack of responsibility and frustration when people have to make decisions because nobody's making the decision. And then there's the next type, which is called the servant, servient leadership style, or as it suggests, is the type that is the time asking how they can help others. The style of leadership is, doesn't focus on finding ways of others to follow, but it's finding ways they can serve the group instead of being the leader to focus it's people focus, finding ways to serve the collective group. Now, in this, the service, uh, that kind of leadership tends to gain trust of the leaders, uh, decision maker towards empathy. The model shares many similarities of the democratic leadership style. So this is two combined styles. This type of leadership is beneficial to the team. It can also lead a lot, it can also lead to a lack of decision if the leader isn't a managing in the same ways. So it can kind of have some back-end issues if you don't step up and make those decisions. Now there's a visionary leadership style. This is where I come from. This is my leadership style. In this type of leadership, the leader is clear in the vision, knows where they're heading. They get the people to go towards that goal. This can be a business situation, a kind of movement. Visionaries are often uh, forward thinkers willing to take risks. They're very powerful in that sense. Uh, but here's the thing with those type of leaders. Sometimes the tap a leader can also miss details. I, I am that leader. I do not, I do not, I miss details. I'm not a detail person. Uh, but if you want to call and talk big picture or theory or some ideas, that's where you, you would call the visionary. At times, it can be too focused or too forward-orientated or future-orientated that they miss steps. 
that are needed to take to make something happen. Does that make sense? So it's very important as a visionary that you get the different types of leaders to help uh, fill in those blanks. The last leadership style is called the transformational leader, which this leadership style is always trying to improve the company and the organization and transformational leadership uh, gives people in the pushes of them out to their out of their comfort zone um, to achieve more. Very powerful leader. Um, they like vision. They love to have the leadership. This style is very important. The type of leader, it's always looking towards what they can do on the focus. Now, they're very day-to-day. -day. There's a high burnout in this leadership style because they're trying to lift everybody else up and sometimes end up taking on those other styles of leadership's roles because, you know, if you're dealing with the fair liaison leadership or the delegative leadership style that, hey, I'm going to delegate and hands off, you'll have a lot of friction between transmission, transition, transformational leadership kind of people versus that. This is kind of all the personality style and you got to figure out what type of leader and leadership style is a choice. You decide if you're going to be autocratic, if you're going to be um, uh, participative leadership style, it's up to you, that democratic style or the visionary. You decide, you sit in that role, it's your role. But here, even as a visionary leadership style, I have uh, learned to adopt these other styles. Now I can't, I gotta be genuine. I can't, I am not an autocratic kind of leader. And, and if you know me and I try to be that, it's not gonna go well. So I have to stay in my lane but I have to also learn who, who does what and, and lean on them because you got to know your style and you got to know where you're at. Now, sometimes people are born with that type of desire um, with leaderships. So in other words, they, they have that style of leadership. It's born with them. They understand it, they get it, and they move through it. Now, here's what I want to leave with you at the end of the show. This is really important. So listen, I don't want you to miss this. How can you be a great leader? There's no perfect recipe. There's nothing I can tell you, but I'm just going to give you these really good points and hopefully it gives you the first thing is be a person of character. No matter what you do, be a person of character, lead with humility, have vision, Communicate clearly and effectively. Sometimes as a leader, you might be a new one. You're like, how do I communicate this? I'm frustrated. And maybe you get emotional when you're trying to explain. I've had leaders cry because they're just so passionate. They don't know how to communicate it. Just take a breath, practice in the mirror, learn how to communicate, motivate others to be better. That is really the goal here as a leader is you're helping them to be better. You're a coach, you're a teacher, you're a leader. Always communicate to improve, you know. Grow yourself, grow your profits, grow others. You know, others are the point to making sure that you grow yourself, grow your company, grow the people around you. And that's going to, that's, that is the key here is improvement. Read, 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 study, 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 and become better. Ronald Reagan once said, the greater leader is not necessarily the one who does the greatest things. He is the one that gets the people to do the greatest things. So that's interesting. Let me read that again. The greatest leader is not necessarily the one who does the greatest things. He is the one that gets the people to do the greatest things. So he's saying, don't take the credit. Let them be great. 
and let them do it. And you lead from behind, you encourage, or you go in front and charge the way if it's something new. You got to decide where you're going to be. A leader doesn't lead for uh, praise or notification. A leader leads to champion a worthy goal and help others find their place in the goal or general election, CAO, and so forth. This is from uh, Jim's uh, CEO. Loved it. I think it was great. Before you're a leader, success is all about growing yourself. When you become a leader, success is all about growing others. So this is what I want to leave you with. What kind of leader are you? What kind of leaders are out there leading us? Like I started the show, and this is why I started it the way I did, is we have to be the leaders. These people leading the countries, leading us, we got to stop sitting back and letting them lead. We elect them. We are putting them in charge. We need to be the leaders. We need to get up and say, don't give me any more handouts. Don't give me this. We will do what we need to do to build up our economy and take charge of it. Because I don't want to end up having my children pay our deficit, our mistakes in what we did. So just like it says, before you're a leader, success is all about your growing. And then when we grow and we decide, then we help others grow. So I encourage you to do such. Hey, I'm Matthew Cox, your host, and you're listening to the Purpose Driven Person Show. I hope you enjoyed this content. Go to iTunes, go to Facebook, go to YouTube, follow us, just share this, get this information out. Until next time, continue to live on purpose and by purpose and know that we can continue to change things around us by working on ourselves. Put the oxygen mask on you before you turn to your neighbor so that you can do it and have the ability to be strong. Take care, guys. Till next time, I'm Matthew Cox, and thank you for everything you do. Talk to you soon. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to the Purpose Driven Person podcast. Something I said today resonated with you. Head over to my website. I would love to give you a free gift to download, but you can also email me at purposedrivenperson at gmail.com. And don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And remember, guys, always continue to push your dreams and never give up. I'll see you next time. Take care.